Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It is very beautiful, even it's cold and snow outside, but seeing all of you guys in the church, it is wonderful. Happy New Year again. Today, we celebrate the Feast of Epiphany, guided by the star. The three Magi traveled through the night to find Christ Jesus. It is spiritual journey to deeper union, fulfillment in peace with Christ. And today is also a national migrant week. I would like to take this opportunity to use some word from Catechism, Catholic, uh, Catechism of the Catholic Church. The number is 2241. To respect with gratitude the material and spiritual heritage of people of Mason, Michigan, and United States that received many refugees' family, including mine, in 1983. That we found the security and the means of livelihood, which we cannot in our country. I would like to share a short summarized of my geographical journey. But it is also my spiritual as well. You probably know in the late 1970 and early 1980, you heard a lot about the wave of both people from Vietnam immigrated in the USA. Speaking to you right now, one of them right here, miraculously, a small fishing boat about 30 feet long and 12 feet wide squeezed into its ice cabinet, 45 people to travel across the ocean. The deeper is traveled into the ocean. The fiercer is fate with the waves. It was tossed up in the air and down in the water by the waves, just like seeing the children are being thrown in the trembling. In seven days on the ocean, with God's grace and guidance, no doubt, all endured and landed on the Malaysia shore. For safety reasons, all of the refugees were isolated to a small island as a side of Mackinac Island, and it's called Polabidum. The island was full at the time. Thus, the housing only provided for the family with children and elders. We, young adults, slept wherever we could lay our head and let the star in the open sky to delude us into the deep sleep every light for six months. You know, the most luxurious hotel in the world is rated only five star, right? But at that time, in the ref refugees camps, I had occasion 
slept under thousand stars hotels for free. No check-in every day, just in and out. Awaited on Iceland for about a year with limited of food and fresh water for legal processing to immigrate to U.S. Got transferred to Bataan, Philippines for eight months for the cultural orientation to come to states. After landing a short time in California for health check and background check, joined my family in Mason on a cold, cold Thanksgiving day in 1983. But in our hearts, we're not cold. You know why? Because my family was given vast, wonderful warmness, welcomed by a groups of Christian of churches in Mason, included St. James Parish. And I remember one of the members, Mr. Leon, he sitting in the back of that. We were sponsored by the groups of church in Mason because my family is very big. Nine children, my mom and dad, 11, and my uncle, 12. Big family, big, good Catholic family. Started working, schooling for many years, then, luckily, was ordained as permanent deacon in May 2011. And now I assigned to St. James Mason. And thank you. And I also live in Mason, home sweet home. In every journey, there will be light at the end of the tunnel and always hope if we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus the perfect light. Especially in Christmas season, there are signs for us. The most attractive part of this season is not the light or decoration. It is hope for the rebirth of fellowship and faith. A hope that is rekindled every year. Many masses were celebrated on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. You and I have seen people and families come to fill the church. The faith people seeking to rebuild their life, their lives. We all have seen the generosity of people in some special unexpected and significant act of kindness toward this Christmas season. Own kind of boxes, envelopes filled with gifts. There are signs of the Lord's present among us. His action in people's lives. His teaching that he taught and lived today. The power of his death and resurrection made present in our sacraments. His enduring presence with his church in the good times and in bad. The power of God's spirit alive in the people of the church. People we know, these are own signs of Christ present among us. If during this Christmas season, we have had a brief spiritual awakening we should not let it be dried up or buried 
for another years. That was a sign of star for us, calling us to come to Christ and deeper loyalty to Christ. We should think about it, reflect on its meaning, meditate on how it can help our spiritual life. The Epiphany is not just about a visit by these exotic travelers to Jerusalem centuries ago. It is a revelation of deep truths that applies to all of us today. For unbelievers, the Epiphany reveals that God gives every person on earth, I mean every person, a sign of his presence. For people of faith, the Epiphany reveals that Christ embraces everyone, shepherd and king, rich and poor, male and female, Jew and Gentile. His embrace is for everyone, and the Epiphany calls us to widen our embrace too. A member of Universal Church, the Epiphany called us to make our embrace as wide as the embrace of our church should be. For believers who are drifting away, the Epiphany reveals that there is a sign, a very personal sign in their lives that will be a guide back to the life of the church and to Christ. The message of the Epiphany of these Magi's traveling through the night guided only by a star is that whatever our darkness, whatever our darkness, however deep into the light, God, God light is also there. Remember, God's light also be there. Even if we are not fully aware of it, His light is there to guide us to that perfect light, which is Jesus Christ. He is not a complete stranger to anybody's life. And remember that in John's Gospel, and the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us, made His dwelling among us. Emmanuel, God with us. Amen.